Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and on this day in October, this very fall day, I want to talk to you about the witch wound and how it is about more than just quote-unquote witches and the disconnect that I see occurring in terms of our culture and like women in general. So I decided to talk about this topic today because it is October and we are coming up upon Halloween, right? So we're in the midst of fall. We're when this podcast is released, we're like, I don't know, a week and a half away from Halloween. We're getting ready to come into the Scorpio new moon. And I have been feeling very much in this past week, I think partly due to the weather. I live in the Northeast part of the United States. Um, this like desire to start grounding into my home environment even more and like being really cozy. And I've been noticing my own desire to like lean in even more to the cyclical nature of the seasons and things like looking at things like how am I nourishing my body and how can I align even more with the seasons, right? And so I've been just, like I said, really feeling this fall energy and vibe, and I know I'm not the only one. So the witch wound is what I would say, this is my perspective and interpretation on it, right? And I'm sure there's a variety of different definitions out there, but really the essence of it is this wounding that we as women have and carry within our body and ourselves of kind of stepping outside of the line of the patriarchy, right? And this comes from the fact that in the 14, 15, 1600s, and probably even more outside of both of those time frames, right? Women who were deemed quote unquote witches. So at that time frame in Western Europe, most of Europe, in the United States, if you went outside of not just the patriarchy, but Christianity, right? Whether that be spiritually, whether that be in terms of your self-expression, whether that be in terms of your connection to the divine or your healing energy and properties. If you stepped out of what was deemed quote unquote normal, again, at that time being the patriarchy and Christianity, Catholicism, you were not just labeled a witch, but oftentimes and in many cases suffered death, right? We're put to death because of that. And we can see this as like this massive thing within our history, right? And I think that that in a lot of ways was kind of like the 
big cherry on top of the cake. And when I say that, it's because for thousands of years prior, women who went outside of the patriarchal norms and standards, and then from about 300 AD onward, went outside of Christianity, right? Because 300 and something, not pulling the exact date at the moment, is when the emperor of Rome, which was this massive empire at the time, um, made Christianity the official religion of that empire, right? So if you went outside of the realm or outside of the lane of the patriarchy and or Christianity, you were cast out, you were disowned, you were maybe um, institutionalized, right? We see a massive um, what's the word that I'm looking for? A massive diagnosis of hysteria for women throughout history as well. And the word hysteria comes from the Greek word for uterus, right? So this was a diagnosis given to women who, for any variety of reasons, it could be that you were depressed, you had postpartum depression, it could be that you went outside of the cultural, religious norms and standards of the time, it could be that your husband used it as a way to lock you up and get a divorce or be with somebody else, it was a way that fathers controlled their daughters, right? So to me, when we look like, again, back through this historical lens, and we look at the witch trials and the mass execution of women in the 1415 1600s and all of those women being labeled witches to me this kind of solidified the verbiage for the witch wound right and again to me it's this wound this deep deep wound that we hold within ourselves we hold it somatically in our bodies of the feminine, which is that it is not okay for me to be my full self, right? And my full self in all areas. And I see the witch wound coming up for a lot of entrepreneurs, women in self-development, healers, coaches, mentors, because chances are in your personal development. And again, obviously, if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably here. There's been this intrigue, desire, connection to the feminine. So whether that be different goddesses and feminine-based religions, uh, ancient religions, whether that be just a grounding in more to the cycles and seasons or tapping more into the cycles and phases of the moon or becoming more knowledgeable and conscious of your own menstrual cycle if you bleed, right? And so there's this like intrigue and interest and more than likely a desire to weave this in and incorporate it into your work or you know that it's part of your mission but then the fear of being judged criticized and really on this like deep cellular primal level there's a fear that it's not safe to do it and the reason again why we have that fear is because for thousands of years it was not safe for many women to do that it was not safe for women in the 14 15 1600s to be a gifted healer right outside because at that time the the catholic church believed that only men 
had the knowledge um, or the intelligence to be in any kind of medical healing capacity, right? Um, if you know, well, I mean, we all have psychic abilities, right? Different connections to our intuition, whether that be like just like deeply intuitive or you may have visions or you hear things or you sense things or whatever. Like we all have distinctive psychic abilities and there's a fear for women to really own those because again, historically throughout history, that could have caused you harm, right? That could have been dangerous. And while we know that those of us who are listening to this podcast more than likely from your smartphone in a very safe and comfortable space, that if you begin to own and accept your psychic gifts and abilities or your intuitive wisdom or like really come into your body more, lean into the seasons, allow that feminine wisdom to flow through you, like you will still in fact be safe. Consciously we know this, but somatically on a cellular level, there is still this wounding and this fear, right? And so it's really interesting to me because last I think it was last week I was walking um, around this neighborhood in Pittsburgh, which is where I live, and there is like this gift shop, card shop, you know, this cute space, and almost all of the books in their windows were about witches in some way, shape, or form, like the newbie witches guide to whatever, or the cool witch, blah, 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 right? And I think we've seen in a lot of ways, culturally, socially, mass media wise, there's this fascination with witches, right? There's even more like five years ago, I think walking past this like card store, bookstore, there might've been like one book around witches, but now there's like so much. And to me, it's really interesting because one, it really signifies and emphasizes to me, the fact that women are so ready to heal the witch wound, women are so hungry to tap into their full expression and their full expression spiritually, their full expression, like connected to the earth, to the cycles, to the feminine, right? And there is this kind of like surface level essence or surface level um, what do you want to say? Like experience of the witch that's being pushed, like this trendiness of it. And again, I think it's amazing and great for so many people to be open and opening up to it. Now, I personally do not resonate with the term witch. Like if you were to ask me, Ooh, Lauren, you're, you know, do you consider yourself a witch? I would say no. I would consider myself much more resonant with the term priestess. I don't know why, right? I think each of these terms like healer, mystic, witch, priestess, um, I'm trying to think, teacher, guide, mentor, like I think they all have different essences and vibrations, some of which we can explain why we feel really drawn to it and some of which that we can't. And 
to me, at the core, they're all the same. And what I mean by that is it is a deep connection to your truth, to a spirituality that, quite frankly, more than likely is outside of organized religion. It is a connection to the feminine, to your power as a woman, to your healing abilities, whatever those are, to your intuitive and psychic gifts and abilities, to your ability to tap into the magic and wisdom that you hold within, right? And so for me, again, I resonate with the term priestess. Um, I don't really resonate with the term witch, but when I think of the witch wound, to me, it it doesn't matter if you call yourself a witch or not. If you are a woman who is desiring to be more fully expressed and really live outside of the patriarchal norms and standards and really like um, be outside of organized religion, right? But be deeply spiritual. Chances are the witch wound has come up, is coming up, is, is alive within you, right? And I remember I was talking to my mentor a few weeks ago Um, just about like, you know, where I was going, what I was doing, what was really coming up for me. And I was saying to her that in the last like two years, the, the information and content that I have been so drawn to personally is all about like the ancient rites and rituals of the feminine, anything and everything I can get my hands on when it comes to the term sacred sexual priestess, Aphrodite priestess, priestess of Isis, anything and everything about Mary Magdalene, right? And she was like, okay, I really think that you should do a priestess training. And the first words out of my mouth were, no, thank you. I don't want to be weird, right? And to me, it was this very interesting recognition of this next layer really of the witch wound where whether or not I ever come out and call myself a priestess like in forward marketing in my business or in programs or whatever the reality is I am on this path of the goddess the divine feminine the priestess and to be even in deeper alignment and integrity with this work, right? I have to look at where am I still holding on to fears, projections, judgments, right? And one of the biggest fears that I have around the divine feminine and the goddess and like being more, um, how should I say this? Like more forward in terms of my own spirituality and whatever is the fear of uh, it will require me to give up anything and everything that I love, right? Because now that comes from like my deep Catholic conditioning where anybody who was going to be spiritually devout had to take a vow of poverty, right? Nuns, priests, brothers, you name it. And so to me, the witch wound is also that this fear that if I am to live fully expressed spiritually, I will have to let go of the things that I love and enjoy because the only path I've ever seen for somebody who's like 
their work or purpose in life is deeply tied to spirituality, some kind of spirituality, is the path of renunciation, right? The path of that vow of poverty. And so I say all of this because I know so many of us are feeling this deeper desire, this deeper pull into things like tapping into and aligning more with the cycles of the earth and the seasons, coming into a greater awareness and knowledge of our own menstrual cycles, right? Knowing, understanding, and learning about how our menstrual cycles sync with the lunar cycles or how to eat and work out for our menstrual cycles. Again, if you bleed, tapping into and, and really understanding the many faces of the feminine, tapping into and understanding the energy and idea of devotion and how being devoted to the goddess or the path of the feminine can be integrated into our life. And for me, one area that has also really been part of this like wish wound and even kind of rejection or resistance to a lot of like feminine spirituality is my pathway into this work was about pleasure, sensuality, and sexuality, right? And I talk about this all the time that my sexual, sensual healing went hand in hand and in tandem with religious deconstruction and spiritual healing because the majority of my conditioning that was keeping me terrified of my sensuality and sexuality was religious conditioning, right? And so I know that a huge part of my work my mission, my purpose is to help women like ignite their sensuality, ignite this erotic, primal, wild, sexy feminine, and coming into also a sense and energy of devotion to self-pleasuring, right? Or sexuality work or sensuality, luxury, you name it. And so as we like move through the rest of October, we see more and more things around Halloween and witches, you know, the, as we step into Scorpio season, it's all about death and rebirth, which is at the core of any feminine archetype, right? The core of the feminine is the death and rebirth cycle. And so for me, again, what I've been seeing come up is a lot of witch wounding, deeper layers of it. And of course, it's easy to go into like, I thought I healed this. I thought I fixed this. I thought I was past this. I thought I was better than this. But understanding that the feminine is an acceptance of it all, right? And there's no, I need to be over this already. There is, this is where I am. And I'm going to unconditionally love myself exactly where I am. And move through it. If you're ready to step into a deeper initiation around the feminine, where we really 
go into the death and rebirth process. We really go into like the shadow of the feminine, the shadow of the sacred sexuality, the shadow of your unique gifts in the world, right? We connect more deeply to the ancient feminine wisdom rites rituals. And we do it in a really sacred, beautiful, deep container. And you want retreats? You're going to want to join me for Sovereign. Enrollment is now open. There's 20 spaces available in this temple, in this offering. We begin in January. Early bird pricing goes through the end of October. The link's below, or you can go to themagneticwoman.com backslash Sovereign. And if that depth is not what you're ready for, but you want to begin to dip your toes in, you can join me in the Red Temple, which is one call a month on or around the new moon, where we do rituals, we talk about the different faces of the goddess and the feminine. It's a really small, intimate community as well. And you can get information about that at themagneticwoman.com backslash temple. But coming back to the witch wound, right? I did a blog post about this. I want to say maybe last year or the year before. And the the images flashed before my mind. But again, back in the like 16, 1700s, there was this thing called the witch's bridal. And what it was, it was like an iron mask that would be put on a woman and this metal piece would be placed inside her mouth to keep her mouth from moving. And this iron mask would be locked on her. And women would be sentenced to wear it if they were too loud or had too much of an opinion or if they stood up to their husband. And if you look it up or find it, you know, on my blog or in my content, you'll see a photo of this. And again, I'm such a huge proponent of looking back historically to really see why we have the fears, the hesitations, the resistances that we have as women in 2022 who know consciously nobody has a witch's bridle and is going to put it on us if I say, no, I don't like that, or if I stand for myself. And yet, that fear is coded in ourselves because no generation before us has somatically done the work to release that trauma. So again, if you're looking for deeper work in this area, you can reach out to me on social media. That's the best way. You'll get the quickest response by messaging me on Instagram or on Facebook um, or join me in Sovereign or the Red Temple. All right, my loves, I will see you soon.